Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, joining us now, we have Andrew McCarthy, of course, uh, former assistant U.S. attorney and great prosecutor and great legal analyst. Andy, uh, big news today. Not only is it John Katsimatidis' birthday, uh, but boy, uh, the stuff that happened with Peter Navarro that happened. He just got found guilty. Contempt of Congress charges, too. What's your reaction? Well, my my first thing, Rita, is just uh, I'm hoping John is not tired of Irish guys named McCarthy wishing him happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, a double, it's a double McCarthy birthday. Great. We love that. Thank yeah. you, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Well, our, our standard among the McCarthys for a birthday party is that everybody had a good time and nobody got hurt. So if you can, if you can, uh, if you can reach that, you'll be fine. Happy birthday, though. Oh, thank uh, you. It looked, Navarro thing is not uh, surprising. It was kind of uh, Steve Bannon. Uh, part two, in the sense that it was exactly the same charge. Uh, the judge made the same ruling prior to trial, which basically precluded uh, Navarro's defense that uh, he was relying on what he understood to be an invocation of executive privilege by former President Trump. Uh, and as I said, when Bannon got convicted, I, I would say with respect to Navarro as well, this is one of these cases where the outcome was not in doubt, and the case really begins with the appeal, because what he's going to argue on appeal is that um, he was entitled uh, to rely on the idea that Trump had invoked executive privilege, so he could not willfully have defied the subpoena. And he's also got a little bit more than Bannon had to work with in the sense that he was a White House official at the time that this all went on when while Bannon was out of the White House. So he's going to argue that as a White House official, uh, he had immunity from a congressional subpoena. We'll have to I don't have great confidence that that's uh, uh, that that's going to prevail. But I think he's got a better chance on appeal than he had a trial. Judge Weinberg, you've got a question for Andy McCarthy. Yeah, Andy, you just had this great column which raises real concerns about uh, the weaponization of the Justice Department and the and the blockade of charges <clears throat> against Biden family on influence peddling. And you're talking about what Weiss just pulled, the stunt. He just pulled announcing he's going to do an indictment, but he's going to do it on the gun charges, on the filing on the, of the reports on the gun charges. But everything else can be blockaded, Andy, by a possible loss of uh, ability to prosecute because the statute of limitations is lapsing. What do you say about that? Well, I think he's a prosecutor in name only, Judge. I think his whole function here has been to make the case disappear uh, and not for Hunter's benefit. He's on the, on the Biden Justice Department is protecting the president, and they're doing that through his son. As to the indictment, I'll believe it when I see it, because this is, you know, <laughs> the only reason he told us what he told us yesterday is not because he wanted to make that announcement. It's because the judge held his feet to the fire and demanded a status report. 
So he basically said there's two weeks or three weeks until the statute of limitation runs, and he expects to charge before then. Why don't they get a waiver of the statute, Andy? Why would he give it to them? <laughs> they think that they if they're doing, if they're playing a, fair, wouldn't they say we want a waiver? If they're really prosecuting this case, really investigating, wouldn't they, the Justice Department, say to the defense, we want a waiver? Wave. Well, they could, yes, but they would have done that all along. And my point is that this is the easiest criminal case of all time. It would take about ten or fifteen minutes to indict it in the grand jury, and it's about a one-paragraph indictment. So. Why do you have to do a why do you have to do a, a a a report to the court? Why don't you just go in and indict the case? It would take a half an hour. Uh, he's had five, five years, years to do it. He hasn't done it. He's right. had five years he to do it. Doesn't want to indict the case, right? Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wow, what a testament. We're talking to the former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York, Andy McCarthy. And Ed Cox, you got a question? Yeah, Andy, Ed Cox, uh, the diversion agreement, the uh, Hunter's lawyers are going to argue that, in fact, that's something that Weiss agreed to and that he can't get out of it. What do you think of that argument? Ed, I think he would be on uh, Abby Lowell, who is uh, who is Hunter's lawyer, would be on sound footing with respect to that, because I do think that it was that Weiss had every intention of having the diversion agreement be separate from the plea agreement to the tax charges. So the collapse of the latter wouldn't mean that the that you'd have the collapse of the former. The problem is that the Biden defense agreed in that agreement that the probation, the court's probation department would have to sign off on it. And the probation department refused to sign off on it. So I think they're stuck. But Andy, Again, Richard Weinberg, what about you put in the diversion agreement, you put in the full-blown immunity provision. How does that impact this? Well, I think the, the agreement's not complete unless all the conditions, all the major conditions are satisfied, and, and everybody agreed that the probation department had to sign off on it, so they haven't. And if there's no deal, there's no deal. Uh, I understand Abby Lowell is doing exactly what I would be doing if I was Hunter's defense lawyer, which is to say, uh, the government here is the party to be charged. Uh, they signed the agreement. Weiss's lawyers, you know, Weiss's office signed the agreement. And, uh, you know, uh, they ought to enforce the immunity provision against them. But I, I do think the court's going to say, unless the probation department signed off on the agreement, there's no deal. And real quick, before we let you go, Andy McCarthy, um, did you see this? That uh, And, John, we talked about sort of the Mayberry issue with Fannie Willis, who's the Fulton County DA. Uh, this whole 14th Amendment thing, 
is incredible because it just came out this Colorado group is now trying to say that the former president of the United States is not qualified under the 14th Amendment, which is the insurrection and rebellion stuff. But it's coming from some small group in Colorado. I mean, are we going to get like 5,000 of these people making this claim now, Andy? Yeah, well, it's really outrageous if you think about it because, uh, and I wrote a column about this a few days ago at National Review, to remind everyone, insurrection is actually a federal crime. And if there had been an insurrection, then we know that Jack Smith would have charged it in the in the January 6th case that the Justice Department spent three years nearly uh, investigating Trump for, they didn't charge it, not because they don't want to, but because they don't have the evidence of it. Could they charge him now, by the way, Andy? There were grumblings that uh, Jack Smith may come back with more. Yeah, except that, Rita, the Justice Department took the position in connection with 1,100 other cases that Trump was not involved in the violence. You had all these people who went to trial who wanted to say that Trump was a co-conspirator, that, you know, Trump put them up to it, and they weren't allowed to make that defense because the Justice Department took the position that Trump wasn't involved in the violence. So I don't see how they could now, you know, turn and completely do a 180 on that without opening up, like, hundreds of cases that have already been uh, completed on the Justice Department's assumption that Trump was not involved in the violence. Yeah, no, great points. Andy McCarthy, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we love having you here, and thank you for, uh, most importantly, uh, priorities. Wishing John a happy birthday from the second McCarthy on the show. <laughs> so. My pleasure. Have thank a great you, day. Andrew. Thank you. Thanks, Andy.